Cherry Hill Volvo, we have absolutely incredible offers and a plethora of both new and certified Volvos from which to choose. We are eager to offer amazingly competitive prices, plus an additional $1,000 Costco discount on all new Cherry Hill Volvos. When leasing or purchasing a new or certified Cherry Hill Volvo, you become a valued part of our team. Join Cherry Hill Volvo for the pricing and attention you deserve. I am Judith Krepnick, president of Cherry Hill Volvo. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. WPHT, WPHT, HD, WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia. From the Cherry Hill Volvo Studios, where relationships matter. Always live on the free Odyssey app. The revolution will be broadcast. This is the next generation of talk. Now, on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, Rich Zioli. The First Lady of New Jersey, King Philip the Unaccountable's wife, is running for U.S. Senate, and yet her voice is in a state-funded, taxpayer-funded radio ad. We'll talk about that this hour. Bad news for Joe Biden on his birthday. Very, very bad polling news. And Ron DeSantis fighting back against Nikki Haley as she now surpasses him in some of the swing states that will decide the presidential primary. Welcome back to the show. Glad you are here. 855-839-1210 on Twitter at Rich Zioli. Our fourth and final hour on a big pre-Thanksgiving week. And uh, great to have you here. Hopefully the week will fly by and we'll be having turkey and enjoying our time with our friends and our family very, very soon. I think people are already hitting the road because it was crazy driving into work today. And I think the airport's already packed. So keep that in mind. Uh, So let's begin with this. I told you that Trump's going to be the nominee, and it's not because I have some sinister plot here to make him the nominee. It's just because I I understand politics. I see the lead he has, and I see the fact that the others are not getting out of the race, so there's not even an opportunity to have a one-on-one contest to stop him. And that's just the political reality. It's the same reality that David Axelrod is acknowledging and James Carville's acknowledging and Bill Maher's acknowledging so it's not it's not just me saying it. It's Democrats are acknowledging it, too. They they Trump's going to be the nominee. But when Ron DeSantis got in the race, and I mean this with no disrespect, everybody thought he was going to be if anyone was going to stop Trump, it was going to be him. He has obviously not been able to do that. And if he was going to do that, he would have done it already. That's also a political reality. I like Ron DeSantis. I think he's a very talented guy. I think he's an outstanding governor, but he's not going to stop Trump. And if you're DeSantis supporter and that makes you angry don't get angry at me it's not i'm not running i mean he's the one that has to stop trump if you're backing him and he's not doing that and now he's got another problem which is that nikki haley is now surpassing him as the establishment realizes that he can't stop trump and now they're throwing money at her and you know i don't like nikki haley I, i i am not a fan and i think that nikki haley says a lot of things that just really infuriate me like how she wants this social media registry and wants to ban TikTok and all these other things that are just not priorities for uh, for what Republicans and conservatives should be saying. But he's got a problem. 
The problem is that now she's got money coming in. The establishment has said, all right, Ron, you had your chance, can't do it. Now he's got to try to stop her. So they released a three-minute video demonstrating that Nikki Haley has supported every liberal, liberal cause under the sun as they now try to stop her as she gains momentum on him in places like Iowa, New Hampshire, and South Carolina. Now, I don't think anybody ever thought we were going to be in this place. I think people early on thought, I did, that it was going to be a two-person contest. It was going to be DeSantis versus Trump, and I maybe thought it was going to be a lot closer than it is. But I certainly never thought that Ron DeSantis would find himself in the position of now having to go against Nikki Haley. I figured he would just be, and I'm sure he assumed, he would just be going against Trump the entire time. So that also says something about his campaign and his inability to stop Trump. He, he now has to worry about stopping Nikki Haley. Cut three. This, uh, you know, I often say that the reason I got into politics was because of Hillary Clinton. I went with my friend Eleanor Kitzman to a firm and leadership program where Hillary Clinton was speaking. And I walked out of there and I said, I'm running for office. For too long, Republican and Democrat presidents dealt with immigration based on a quota. We'll take X number this year. We'll take X number next year. The debate is on the number. It's the wrong way to look at it. We need to go to our industries and say, what do you need that you don't have? We need as many immigrants as we can. Start to listen to your businesses and do what they need. Years earlier, as South Carolina governor, Haley celebrated a deal that brought a business with ties to the Communist Chinese Party to her home state. We want to thank Chairman Zong and everyone at the Jushi Group for allowing South Carolina to be the first location of your first U.S. manufacturing hub. We value partnership more than anything else, and we look forward to partnering with all of you. 2015, Haley ranked number one among Republican governors in Chinese investment. Haley's administration oversaw $1.43 billion in Chinese investment in South Carolina. When I was governor, they wanted to bring in a, a bathroom bill, a transgender bathroom bill, and I strong-armed and said, we are not going to have that in South Carolina. What care should be on the table when a 12-year-old child in this country, assigned female at birth, says, actually, I feel more comfortable living as a boy? What should the law allow the response to be? Well, I think the law should stay out of it. Again, it's longer than that. You can watch the whole thing in, in, in your own time if you want to. But this is this is the state right now of the Republican primary. It's it's no longer just about stopping Trump. Now they're trying to figure out how they can stop each other so they can try to be the one on one person to go against him. He's still going to be the nominee, even if everybody gets out and it's Nikki Haley versus Trump. He still wins. Even if everybody gets out and it's Ron DeSantis versus Trump, he still wins because it's just too far gone at this point. The, the numbers are the numbers and it's just too far gone. And I'm only telling you that because my job on this show, and I've always had this policy for as long as you've known me, is to call balls and strikes. Now, I will not be one of those voters who who decide that because by the time the New Jersey primary runs around in uh, June, this thing's going to be well, it's going to be over by then, obviously. Pennsylvania, you may have a chance with the primary being in, I think, what? What are we talking about? March now, possibly? Uh, So you may have a chance with that. But I don't know because at some point, It's obvious that as the establishment now rallies around Haley, thinking that she's the only chance they have to to stop Trump, that that hurts DeSantis' campaign. And then the minute that he starts going on the attack against Haley, it proves that that he doesn't have the ability to stop Trump. And so this is this is the state right now. But 
the reason why Democrats are so nervous about Joe Biden is not because of Joe Biden. It's because of Donald Trump. Even if one of these other Republicans beat Joe Biden, they could live with it. They can't live with Trump in the White House. They're, they're too terrified of what he'll do on day one. They're really worried about what he'll do on day one as sort of his acts of revenge against a lot of them. I'll give you an example. Here is uh, Congressman Daniel Goldman. He's a Democrat congressman. This is from our buddy Tom Elliott on Grabian. As he warns everybody about Trump's rhetoric. Take a listen. How was that? Uh, hang on. Hang on one second. Yeah, sorry. Daniel sorry. Goldman. Trump's rhetoric. That one. It's loading up. Loading up. Loaded up. Actually, hang on. I might not have. I take that back. I need, might need more than a moment. All right. Don't worry about it. How about this? How about you play this for me instead? How about Corrine Jean-Pierre discussing how Joe Biden is marking his family, his birthday, his 81st birthday. Can you do that for me? Cut number three. Hang can you do on, anything? I've got issues here with my computer. Oh. <laughs> I don't know if I can go to much anything at the moment. Oh. Um, hang on. Hang on. Come on. All right. This one looks like it's loading. All right. Got it. It's working. This one's there. Which one is this now? This is the birthday cut. This is the birthday cut. Okay. Let's hear the birthday cut. Uh, how is the president planning to mark his birthday? I ask, as he mentioned it during the turkey party. Looks like he's got some family here. Are we going to have like a party or a dinner? So he's going to he's going to do uh, what they normally do. How they celebrate the president's birth- birthday. There's a tradition. A tradition. Pardon me, uh, which uh, they're going to keep to that tradition, which is uh, they'll be able to uh, celebrate the president's uh, birthday as a family together in Nantucket uh, later this week, and uh, certainly we'll do that with uh, coconut cake, which is something that they traditionally do coconut cake that's good because the guy's friggin' nuts uh cardi b slamming eric adams over new york city's budget cuts i mentioned this earlier to you so adams is now going to cut back on police in order to do so i mean he's doing so because he says he has to deal with this migrant crisis as the illegal immigration crisis takes hold of new york city because of the president's failed administration policies and because new york city was a sanctuary city uh, New York City now, their decision is to is to cut cops, cut cops and cut law enforcement budgets as they figure out how to deal with this situation. Here is rap artist Carly, Carly B or hip hop artist Carly B, I should say. Cut number 11. In New York, there is a hundred and twenty million budget cut. There's a hundred and twenty million budget cut in New York that is going to affect schools, public libraries and um the police department y'all know i'm gonna f- the cops but like it is what it is there's gonna be an 120 million dollar budget cut with schools with libraries and the cops and the police department and a five million dollar budget cut in sanitation of a budget cut in sanitation we're gonna be drowning with rats we're going to be drowning in f- rats so we are going to be having a budget cut on Mind you, and this is why I said, I'm not, this is why I'm telling y'all, I'm not this year. Don't ask me. I don't give a the resume that they sent. I don't give a I'm not endorsing no presidents no more. Because how is that a $100 million budget cut in New York City for, for um schools, library, uh police safety, and sanitation. Yeah, Joe Biden's talking about, like, yeah, we could fund two wars. We could fund two wars. Talking about we don't got it, but we got it. Like, we're the greatest nation. No, the we're not. We're going through some 
right now. Like, say it. Now, I'm only playing that because obviously she reaches a lot of people. Uh, she's an influencer and she touches a lot of young people. It kind of ties in with, with what Steve Kornacki said, and I'll replay it again for you a little bit later, but that young people, they don't like Joe Biden. The enthusiasm is not there. They wrote what The Rock said earlier, and The Rock said, uh, yeah, I've got friends who support Biden. And then Joe Rogan pulled back, pushed back and said, well, you, you do? And he said, well, no, 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 not, not, not really. But this, this is not just a conservative talk show host telling you that Joe Biden has got political problems that are you just he can't overcome. They're insurmountable. And then you add that to the fact that the guy's 81 years old and he's not a good 81 years old. He's an old 81 years old and he's going to lose. You add these things together and it's a problem that they they just can't overcome. Everything that you can talk about with Joe Biden is all related to what you just heard in that ranting profanity lace Cardi B rant. How many people feel that way, exactly that way? And she's a Democrat. She's somebody who wants to vote for a Democrat. Now, what she should do is just vote for Trump because Trump supports all those policies that she wants, like ending the, the, the wars and securing the border and all the other things that she's talking about and being tough on crime. But she may. She's just not going to ever tell anybody publicly that. Uh, here's another Kareem Jean-Pierre cut. The White House fembot was asked a question once and for all. Are only certain polls valid in your eyes, the ones that support your agenda? Because this NBC News poll, which I'll get into again a little bit later in the show today, uh, that Steve Kornacki spent a half hour on, not a half hour, but 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 about 10 minutes on, meet the press on Sunday. Uh, it's not good for Joe Biden. It's not good. Cut one. Whenever you're asked about the president's dismal job approval ratings, uh, you say we're not going to look at polls. We, we look at his accomplishments. And yet, when you are asked about various domestic policy initiatives, you will say, these poll very well. People support what the president wants to do. If you look at the individual subjects on the polling, they support what the president's agenda is. So once and for all, are only certain polls valid in your eyes, the ones that support your agenda? Or is the polling data that shows that President Biden has been stuck for two years at the the low 40s in his approval ratings, are those valid? So here's the thing. Um, I think it's important to share that American people do approve of some of the president's initiative. I think it is important. Whenever you're asked. But the problem is that the American people don't like those initiatives. In fact, now there's a story that the Biden team is now looking to try to, they're being told you got to revamp your economic message because the economy stinks. So KJP, the White House Fembot was asked a question about what David Axelrod has been saying. And Axelrod, again, as I told you earlier, Double down on his point that Joe Biden uh, has a 50 50 shot at best at best. And Biden apparently called him the P word for male junk. And this is what she said when she was asked a question about David Axelrod's criticism. Cut to the president's excited to be celebrating his birthday. But I'm curious, David Axelrod told The New York Times, quote, Biden thinks he can cheat nature here and it's really risky. Hey, what's the president's response to David Axelrod? Does he respect his opinion? Does he think he's right? But also, I mean, is there a real alarm happening behind the scenes that the president is simply too old to stake around for another four years? No, there's no alarm happening behind the scenes. For Not, there, 
I, I can only speak sure. behind the scenes here. There's no alarm happening behind the scenes, and I'm certainly not going to uh, comment on uh, everybody who has something to say. I didn't say that. I didn't, I, yeah. Nowhere in my response to you that I said that. I said I'm just not going to comment on everyone that has a, that has a comment to say. They're going to speak for themselves. I'm going to speak for the president. And here, will I, what I'll say is, look, um, and also, it's just not my job. It's not my job to think, to, to think through, or to um, uh, to tell people what to think, right? Whether it's an, uh, the American American people, out what? There or uh, or a a you know political analyst, or or as your question is about David Axelrod, it's just not my 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 place to speak to that. Your job is to spin for the president. That's your job. Literally, your job. You're the press secretary. Your job is to stand there at the White House podium every day and spin. And tell people what to think. That's literally in the job description. You're supposed to go out there and push the administration's message and tell people what to think because that's what a press secretary does. You're the you're the number one communications person for the White House. You're the one who's on TV every day telling reporters and those who watch what to think and what to say. That's literally your job. You just don't have an answer to the David Axelrod problem because David Axelrod's right. And you know, and maybe she doesn't know, but you know, and I know, that all this came from Barack Obama's little reunion party. I mean, it was Obama's reunion party, their 15th anniversary of the big win, when they had it in Illinois. It was that Sunday that Axelrod came out and made the comments about Biden in the first place. Are you telling me that David Axelrod was not given the green light by the real president, Barack Obama, to go out there and and take the shiv to Joe Biden? Because that was a big political shiv. You're not going out there and you're, make, you're making that kind of political shiv on your own. Not when you've been with the, the Obamas all weekend. So that's coming right from the top. She's standing up there stumbling over her words and trying to go on about how it's not her job to tell people what to think. And then she'll spin and tell everybody exactly what they're supposed to think. But they don't have really they don't have an answer for the Axelrod problem because it's a big problem. And there's no way around it for them. Now, I'll get into this, some more of this with you. I've got, I'm going to replay the Bill Mark clip with Donna Brazil and another Bill Mark clip, too, that I'm going to share with you. Him talking about China and how the way that San Francisco responded to cleaning up the streets. And he actually says in that clip, this is why Trump is winning. This is why Trump is winning. But here is that, that Congressman Daniel Goldman warning everybody about Trump and how dangerous he is and blah, blah, blah. And then he uses, as he talks about Trump's language, this is an irony alert. Think of the word he uses to say how Trump must be stopped. Take a listen. Every time he talks, he's uh, putting himself into a bigger criminal hole. Uh, but the, but his, that's not his objective. His objective mm-hmm. is purely political at this point. Uh, politics don't work in a courtroom, as I think he's finding out in the mm-hmm. New York attorney general's case in New York, a civil case. And, and that's going to continue in his criminal trials. But his rhetoric is really getting dangerous, more and more dangerous. And we saw what happened on January 6th when he uses inflammatory rhetoric now and his recent true social post uh, is incredibly, incredibly scary for anyone uh, that might be trying to op- work in government. And um, it is just uh, uh, unquestionable at this point that that man cannot see public office again. He is not only unfit, he is destructive to our democracy uh, and he has to be uh, he has to be eliminated. He has to be eliminated. So you see, his rhetoric is so dangerous. 
Let me use the word eliminated when describing him. All right, more to come in our big fourth and final hour here, including the First Lady of New Jersey using your taxpayer dollars to promote herself as she runs for the United States Senate. But I want to thank my great friends at Cherry Hill Volvo for always trying to find the most aggressive pricing possible for you, the most aggressive incentives for you the, to figure out the way to absolutely save you money on a beautiful Volvo, whether it's a new Volvo, a certified pre-owned, or you do the Care by Volvo lease program like I do, where every five months you get to drive a new one. Cherry Hill Volvo is about to go through a major renovation. So it's going to be a big renovation, and they got to make room for all the construction equipment. In order to do that, they are adding incentives to their already aggressive incentives, like $1,000 off a new Volvo plus owner loyalty on top of everything else. $2,000 off if you use Volvo car financing or lease on top of everything else. $7,500 off a Volvo plug-in. So there are so many reasons to get to Cherry Hill Volvo to save money and to enjoy the treatment that you'll get there because they will take amazing care of you. It's what they do at Cherry Hill Volvo. They believe in that. They believe in doing the right thing. You're going to love driving one, too. You know, I have the XC40 now. And since we moved into the new house, I've had, like I said, I've had to make a lot of trips to the dump. But before that, I've had to load a lot of stuff into the car, driving back and forth from the houses. Uh, and it's just a ton of cargo room. It's a great SUV. I highly recommend it. Or if you want to do the XC90, the new family car with the third row, it's a beautiful way to go. And it's not a minivan. Just saying. Or maybe the S-Class made right here in South Carolina. Either way, at Cherry Hill Volvo, they'll take incredible care of you and find you the most aggressive pricing possible to get you into a Volvo. And if the car's not right for you, though, it, it's not right for you. No problem. There's never any pressure. You can expect that from Cherry Hill Volvo because they always do what is right. Because at Cherry Hill Volvo, relationships matter. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 
The Zioli Show on your schedule from Talk Radio 1210 WPHT in the free Odyssey app. So his royal highness, King Philip the Unaccountable's wife, is going to run for United States Senate. She's already got the backing of powerful, powerful Democratic county chairs. And she also has a radio ad out there, courtesy of you as a taxpayer. A $100,000 ad campaign featuring Tammy Murphy, now a candidate for the United States Senate. And the thing about it is that it was launched right after she announced she was running for Senate. Uh, After this story came out, David Wildstein from the New Jersey Globe brought this out. So did Matt Rooney. The governor's office will pull the radio ads using the first lady's voice. But we have a number of Republicans calling for a ethics probe. Welcome back to the show. Glad you're here. It is our fourth and final hour, of course, on Talk Radio 1210 WPHD 855-839-1210 on Twitter at Rich Zioli. Interesting week for us, of course, with Thanksgiving here. But, uh, and and as I've been talking about all afternoon, it is Joe Biden's 81st birthday. Uh, He is rising in age and dropping in the polls fiercely. It's bad. It's really bad. But this is the story here. So two days after the first lady, Tammy Murphy, launched her United States Senate campaign. This would be the campaign to replace the crook Bob Menendez, who, of course, is so corrupt. I mean, everybody knows this. The New Jersey Department of Human Services was spending $100,000 to air radio commercials using the First Lady's voice to advocate for her signature issue, maternal and infant health. The use of tax dollars to fund ads featuring Murphy comes at a time when some Democrats are questioning whether Governor Murphy is using the power of his office to secure a Senate seat for his wife. Well, of course he is. He's got enormous power. He's putting enormous pressure on Democrat party bosses. And he has the ability to withhold funds to counties, withhold appointments. He's got he's the king. He's his royal highness. He's got the keys. He has more power than any other governor in the country when it comes to this stuff. So, of course, he's using it to get his wife a Senate seat. Obviously, you don't have to be a genius to figure that out. The governor's office told the New Jersey Globe on Friday evening that they would stop airing the ads featuring Tammy Murphy. Quote, out of an abundance of caution and to avoid even the slightest appearance of impropriety, we have decided that any radio ads featuring the First Lady's voice will be discontinued effective immediately and instead replaced with ads featuring other voices, said a spokesperson for his royal rugness, King Philip the Unaccountable. Jones said the Nurture NJ ad delivers critical information about maternal and infant health to historically underserved communities. The First Lady is deeply proud of the work that she has done in this space over the last six years. By the way, I hate that term, this space. What a cliche. Isn't that such a... It drives me nuts. Menda Mayor Christine Serrano-Glasner, the frontrunner for the Republican U.S. Senate nomination, called on the state comptroller to launch an ethics investigation. Quote, there is no reason for Nurture NJ to continue using the governor's wife as a spokesperson now that she's officially declared herself as a candidate. This is just another example of the Murphy monarchy at work. You see, my terms inspire people. I was the first one to call him his royal rugness, King Philip the Unaccountable. And everybody now refers to him as a king. She criticized his royal highness for using government resources for the political benefit of his wife's Senate campaign. And said, while first ladies have appeared in official side-paid communications before, Mary Per Christie joined her husband in a stronger-than-the-storm television commercial after Sandy. The circumstances are unprecedented. Murphy is both the wife of a governor and a candidate for statewide office. 
Democrats at the time, by the way, sharply criticized then Governor Chris Christie for spending $2.2 million of federal Sandy relief funds on TV ads in an election year. At the time, Democrat Congressman Frank Pallone Jr. demanded and got the United States Department of Housing and Urban Development Inspector General to determine whether the expenditure was appropriate. Now, these radio ads, using Murphy's voice, uh, they were initially conceptualized and approved in August and September before the indictment of Democrat U.S. Senator Bob Menendez on bribery and conspiracy charges. And roughly $17,000 to $20,000 has been spent so far. Some ad insertion orders were placed with a start date of November 17th. So the New Jersey Department of Human Services is spending $250,000 on the second year of the Nurture NJ slash Connecting NJ marketing campaign. The communications plan was recommended in the 2021 Nurture NJ strategic plan. Still in the early phases of her first bid for public office, Murphy will need to watch out for optics and unforced errors. Quote from the director of the Rebovich Institute for New Jersey Politics at Ryder University. Just this week, Tammy Murphy said she'd be able to keep her political role as a candidate separate from her public role as first lady. And less than two days into her candidacy, New Jersey taxpayers are left to wish that were the case. And the messaging of the ads mirrors one of the major themes of her announcement video, leaving her open to criticism for using government funds to drive her campaign message. Quote from Rasmussen, if either role is to be successful, she will need to draw a much brighter line to get this going right forward. She must be especially careful about reinforcing the precaution or perception that state government powers are being used to advance her candidacy and blah, blah, blah. The bottom line is this, they're Democrats. They don't care. They, they don't care. They get away with this crap all the time. They're not worried about this. This is the ad, by the way, if you want to hear it. Hi, it's Tammy Murphy, Mm. First Lady of New Jersey. My mission is to make New Jersey the safest and most equitable place in the nation to Mm. deliver and raise a baby. Nurture NJ seeks to give black and brown women the support and respect they deserve in pregnancy, childbirth, and beyond. We can connect you to essential resources like WIC, lactation support, doulas, food assistance, and more. To find a center near you, visit nj.gov backslash connecting nj there you go and do we need her in that ad absolutely not no way absolutely not does nothing to help anybody but herself that's all it does it's not like somebody goes oh i really need a doula but unless i hear the first lady of new jersey say i can get a doula i'm not going to get a doula you need a doula and somebody's offering you a doula you're going to get the doula you get the doula you take the doula take the doula but you don't need her to tell you to take the doula if you need a doula And the state's paying for the doula. Got it? Obviously. This is just about self-promotion. Clearly. Clearly. In addition to that, of course, as was posted on Twitter today by, let's see, Rachel Mary Call of New Jersey. She said, New Jersey State Board of Education voted in new learning standards June 3rd, 2020, nine months before the legislature passed any curriculum bills. The public was prohibited from attending, but Tammy Murphy went, commenting she was so happy with the new sex curriculum and urging the board to vote yes. 
So the resolution, which I have here in my formerly pangolin-stained fingers, is resolve the State Board of Education, reaffirms its commitment to ensuring the standards both set exceptions and for the needs of New Jersey students, and blah, blah, blah. Resolve the State Board of Education hereby directs that the revised New Jersey student learning standards, blah, 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 blah. And uh, here's the introduction to First Lady Tammy Murphy, who was introduced by the commissioner... And said that she's been an invaluable partner to the Department of Education since the beginning of the New Jersey student learning review and revision process. He stated that from her remarks at the kickoff in March 2019 to an in-person visit with various standards review teams, her leadership and passion around environmental education has been inspirational. He further noted that the First Lady has been a steady champion for the cause of climate change and the role that education plays in helping to solve it. And then she gives her remarks. And she says, before I begin, I want to thank and acknowledge the incredible teachers across the state and the country who have worked tirelessly to teach virtual classes during the pandemic. Your determination to continuing education has not gone unnoticed, and New Jersey thanks you wholeheartedly, even as her husband was still keeping schools locked down. And the thing about it is that she was... It was not just the sex uh, education thing, but this curriculum, the climate change stuff, too. It's indoctrinating your children. She brags about this in her announcement video. Brags about this, this climate change curriculum so that your children can be indoctrinated and the brainwashing can continue. And this is what they do. And this is this is this is not a side gig for them. This is what they all believe. I'm a parent. You're a parent, maybe a grandparent. Maybe your kids are older now, but. You don't want your kids to be indoctrinated. This is the fight that every parent is facing right now. It's the fight we are facing. It is the pushback against the indoctrination. But you see, Tammy Murphy's smart. You know, she gets it. She figures that her royal highness, the king, can get her a Senate seat. Because nobody, none of these Democrat party bosses are going to stand in his way. Not when there's money on the line, jobs on the line, pensions, patronage, all that stuff. They're not going to stand in his way. And, they, and the Murphys, they want to be the Clintons. They want to have a dynasty. He wants to be president, obviously. Obviously, he's just waiting for the call. Hey, New Jersey, hey, New Jersey, I can do it. I can do it. Look at my teeth and my hair. New Jersey, I staple the rug on. <laughs> he's waiting for the call to come. So they want to be a power couple. And it's completely inappropriate because Democrat Party bosses are not going to buck the governor, so she's going to get the seat. And Bob Menendez is not going to be able to to win in that primary because they'll put them on the way it works in Jersey. They have these column systems, you know, so column A, column B, column C, and then you'll be in column double Z, X, Y, five, nine, two, seven. You know, you'll have to spend 15 minutes on the ballot just trying to find it. And you, you won't be able to, that's the game. That's the scam. That's the, that's the scam as it's called, but it, it, but they're Democrats. So they, this is what they do. They do this crap and they get away with it. And everybody's supposed to look the other way. Everybody's supposed to look the other way. 855-839-1210 on Twitter, at Rich Zioli. By the way, uh, in Pennsylvania, there is something I wanted to mention to you as well, and that has to do with schools. And our buddies at the Commonwealth Foundation pointed this out to us as well, that the Pennsylvania House Democrats stripped out of a bill what would have been the largest ever funding increase for school scholarships, effectively robbing students of $150 million in funding. $150 million in funding for state scholarships. 
And, and, and we understand why, because they don't want school choice. They don't want to give kids opportunity to get out of the indoctrination system. There's, the indoctrination system exists for a reason, to indoctrinate children, and they don't want to give them the ability to opt out of that. And they know that money keeps them from doing that. If the kids, if the kids' parents can't afford it, then they're not going to. Like, you know, parents defending education made this point earlier. That you have these clubs, you know, these genders and these sexuality alliance clubs. They're called GSAs, and they're popping up in schools across the country. They're evolving beyond their traditional role as a social club. They are emerging as vehicles for deep social change related to racial, gender, and educational justice. And they start as early as preschool and safe spaces and everything else. I mean, you know, and, and then when parents turn around and go, you know what, I don't want my kids in indoctrination camp, and also this stinks, and the school's not that good anyway, then what happens? What happens? Thanks for listening to the Seoli Show podcast from Talk Radio 1210 WPHT and the Odyssey app. All right, Biden is older, and he's going to lose. He's going to lose. Bill Maher said it best. He's going to lose. And you can pretend like he's he's just fine. You can pretend, but that's not the case. Joe Biden is too old, and the perception is reality, and he's going to lose. So over the weekend on Real Time with Bill Maher, he had done a Brazil on. And he points out to Donna Brazil how Joe Biden is not going to be reelected president. He, he's going to lose. And perception is reality, and that's just reality. And remember, Donna Brazil, of course, who has been a prominent Democrat who helped him get debate questions at CNN, she's very, very uh, in the Joe Biden camp, at least publicly anyway, at least publicly. But she's also on Team Obama. So I think that the David Axelrod team, there, there, there's something going on here. There's something afoot to get him out of the race. Here's a little bit from Real Time the other night. Prominent Democrats like David Axelrod calling for Biden to, quote, get out or get going. Did he say that? Get out or get going? Uh, I believe in the tweet or two and some stuff. Look, mm, people who think that Joe Biden is 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 perhaps too old. They are right. Perhaps. <laughs> don't, don't spill the water. Something might come out of it. I don't even get that. You know, everyone ages differently. I agree. I've said, and, I've, and, and you know, so so Betty White lived to be ninety nine. No. Mick Jagger is still twisting his ass. Mr. Right. Jesus. Right. I, I've been the one making that case year after year here against ageism. I always said it's a case by case basis. It's but, a case by case. But for case. that argument to have teeth, it all you also have to be the person who can go. Yeah, but this is the case. And it, I, I've said it before. Do I think Joe Biden can do the job? Absolutely. Yes. I don't think he can win the job. And that's what I care about. He's going to lose because the people think he's too old. And perception is reality. Perception is reality. It's true. And the corporate media is spending a lot of time pointing this out. Steve Kornacki on Meet the Press over the weekend with Kristen Welker uh, going on about the latest results of the NBC News poll. That is bad, bad, really bad, no good, terrible, bad news for Joe Biden. And this is what it says. Biden, what is his job approval rating? We measure it now at 40 percent with 57 percent disapproving the significance. That is the lowest President Biden has ever measured in our poll in terms of job approval. And just look at the sea change from the start of this year. Remember, early this year, Democrats coming off a strong 2022 midterm. He was almost even. Now he's 17 points underwater on this question. Significant dip there, Steve. It, it is. And you can actually, if you take a look here by party, I think it's 
significant for two reasons. One, independence, obviously, more than two to one disapprove. You don't want to be there as an incumbent president, but I think equally significant, no surprise, 7% of Republicans approve of Joe Biden's job performance, but three times as many Democrats, 21%, that's more than one in five, say they disapprove. You need much more unified Oof. support in your own party if you're going to have a successful re-election Oof. campaign. And we mentioned the drop in that approval rating in the connection to the Middle East. And here it is. On foreign policy, 33% approve of Joe Biden's job performance. Just in September, we asked the same question, and it was 41-53. You know the problem here, right, for Joe Biden? I mean, the problem is this stinks so bad for him. Foreign policy, domestic policy, it's really bad. And Kornacki goes on later to say that young voters are really disapproving of Joe Biden. They really are. No, no question about it. So then add that with the black voters, the Latino voters and everybody else. And then take something else into account, which is that. And, I, and again, I'll quote Bill Maher. I'll, I'll, I'll throw Bill Maher back into this for the moment. As we talked about this a lot last week on the show, they cleaned up the streets of San Francisco. They got all the poop out of the streets. They did everything else like that. And they did all that. Uh, interestingly enough, they just did all that uh, like overnight. They snapped their fingers and then uh, overnight, just like that. So explain to me why that happens and then you got the chinese flags being flown chinese flags being flown everywhere and this is part of the reason why as bill maher says trump is winning okay let's talk politics a little bit okay everybody i see is very excited that nikki haley is now um, only 35 points behind Trump. Finally, have a winner for yeah. a distant second. Right. <laughs> uh, and I want to try a theory out on you why Trump is killing it, not just within the party, but he's beating Biden handily too. Um, because Xi, President Xi of China, came to our state this week mm-hmm. and met with Biden up in San Francisco, um, and they had a little summit and. They did something very interesting in San Francisco. I mean, I have done many, many jokes, as many comedians have, about stepping in poop in San Francisco. And, you know, just it's a city that needs to be put under control. So they did, because Xi was coming. Put aside the fact that you only clean up when company coming over. Okay. And he's showing pictures of the tents. Vagrants off the street. And the the homeless. Homeless, you know. God forbid the guy who (laughs) sends us to fentanyl sees somebody on fentanyl. Uh, You know. (laughs) So, you know, it's like, this to me is why Trump is winning. Because he talks about, I'm going to open up the mental hospitals again. I'm not saying these are necessarily the good solutions, but he talks, I'm going to put people in camps, the immigrant, all this kind of stuff. And people just see a place, a a country, especially in the cities, that looks out of control. And the fact that the Democrats could control it for three days, how about making it permanent? What do you think? You used to be the DNC chairman. Imagine if people, and he's saying that to Donna Brazil. Imagine if people actually wanted that to be permanent. Imagine that. You know, I was in uh, New Orleans over the weekend, and same thing, I, I saw a, a very, very dirty city. And, and what really got to me about it is that, you know, you have these cities in America, they're supposed to be drivers for economic tourism. And when they're Democrat run, they go to hell in a handbasket. And people see this, and there's a pattern here. 
And it's a real problem for them, and there is no answer to it. So let's hear Donna Brazil try to flub her way through this answer. All right, we do clean up when company comes. We clean up when the Super Bowl is in our neighborhood. We clean up when we have the World Series. We always clean up when something different happens. The question is, can we keep it clean? No, can we can't. Can we all pull in together to ensure that homeless people are not forced to sleep on the street? Look, most Americans will. You know who's forcing homeless people to sleep on the streets? Democrats, because their policies are to let them sleep on the streets, that it's justice, that they've got justice by being allowed to sleep on the streets. Give me a break. Uh, Give me a break. Hey, speaking of China, by the way, uh, EcoHealth Alliance, the, the select subcommittee on the coronavirus pandemic, they put out a statement. And there was a little news story about this because EcoHealth Alliance President Peter Daszak was mentored by the now infamous advisor to Dr. Fauci, Asanto Fauci, Anthony Fauci, the nation's leading infectious disease doctor, who likely illegally deleted federal COVID-19 origins material. Here's a little bit of that news story from Fox News well, about interesting this. Because first of all, who is Peter Daszak? So he is the head of EcoHealth Alliance. It's a nonprofit that receives NIH grants, in other words, taxpayer dollars. He is a zoologist, not a virologist, yet he's doing coronavirus research in China, in Wuhan, that did involve gain-of-function research or creation of chimeras. So we had a transcribed interview with him uh, this past week, and we learned a few things. One, uh, we learned that he was warned about the dangers of a possible pandemic by the CCP or before the CCP went public with it. Uh, we also realized that he was able to brief Dr. Fauci as after he went to China and to the WIV, the Wuhan Institute of Virology in 2021. And he, he represented, I guess, America at that point uh, for that. But he briefed Dr. Fauci afterwards, so he has a relationship with him. He also said that Dr. David Morins was his mentor. Dr. Morins was an advisor to Dr. Fauci. What we have found when we get into internal documents is Dr. Morins actually said to those that were working with Dr. Fauci to claim that the COVID virus came from nature, he told them, I want you to email me on my Gmail because these blankety blanks are foyering me, and I don't want them to see things. So if I have it on my Gmail, I delete what I don't want to get into New York Times, which is illegal. And the archives suggested that NIH investigate him. And to date, they will not turn over any part of the. They will not turn over any part of this uh, of this investigation investigation on his illegal activities so um, this is what we're dealing with we're dealing with agencies that are trying to avoid us at all costs that's brett wenstrop he is the chairman of the house select subcommittee on the origins of covid19 all right have a great rest of your night tonight the great one mark levin is up next and we will be back with you tomorrow from three until seven in the in the meantime keep the conversation going on twitter at rich zioli thank you Rich Zioli, weekday afternoons, 3 to 7, Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, and on the free Odyssey app. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh.